Listener Production. Relish, chutney, hollandaise or HP? Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, is there anything worse than a nude bed? A nude bed, as in a bed yes. without a sheet on it? Yeah. Man. It's not the best. It is always the worst. I always, you know, when you go upstairs and you see the bed and you're like, no, I forgot that I was washed the sheets. I think the nude bed is a lot like a nude person. Okay, during the middle of the day, I mean, it's... It's, it's pretty good. Like, you look at a nude bed, you're like, yeah, I'm getting stuff done. It's pretty hot, you know. We're talking talking your mid-30s here. The later you get at night, same as a nude body, the later the age gets, it starts being worse and worse to see, I think. Oh. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Alex Dyson. I am like a fine wine and only get better. No, Walking in on, a, on an 11 p.m., you're so tired, you want to go to bed. Okay. <laughs> and it's still nude. And, and it's like, still nah! nude. That's like walking in on a 90 year old in the, in oh, the nude. And I, I mean, <laughs> no. Apologies to this, our. Uh, I refuse to be a part of this. Apologies ageist. to our older listeners. <laughs> I. I um, I am I am for nudity of all ages. Can we take that grab from Madokine and just play it wherever? I am for nudity of all ages. <laughs> no, you know what? I think we either start the show right now or we just press delete on all of this and it's not coming out. What do you think? Let's start the show right now. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. And the show begins, Matt O'Kine, with the thing that is on everybody's lips. Uh, the big games happening in Tokyo. So much going on. So much, you know, <laughs> so much controversy in the lead up when it comes to pandemics. Uh, we've got we've got equestrian people tested positive for cocaine. We've got all sorts of things going on. And we've even got a bear in the games. I had to reread this headline a couple of times because, uh, yeah, an, an Asian black bear tried to sneak into the Fukushima softball venue that's hosting the first couple of, you know, events of the Tokyo Games. Um, and this is in the lead up. This is during this week. I think it was Tuesday night. A, a Fukushima police spokesperson confirmed that the bear was spotted just hours before the opening pitch of Japan versus Australia. Um, you know, side note. Japan crushed us. Oh, they literally they literally enforced the mercy rule, which is if you're too <laughs> far ahead at a certain time, no. they stop the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the Australians weren't playing up to their their best because there's there was a bloody bear on the loose. It was pretty wild stuff. Um, look, they're common animals across Japan. Um, they've been known to attack, and occasionally, even you know, people have died as a result of these bears getting into towns. Oh God. Uh, but the one that got into the softball stadium couldn't be found or captured, um, but <laughs> the guards at the Olympic venue have spent the night searching for the bear and not able to be found. Not sure uh, whether the bear was seen with a small piglet friend. Uh, unsure <laughs> as to whether the bear was wearing, wearing Wellington boots. Um, look, there's been mixed reports. What other bears are there? Yogi, what does Yogi do? Um, hey, hey, boo-boo, <laughs> let's go steal some picnic biscuits. 
Hey, what do you reckon? I tell you what, in a week where we've done impressions, that's not a bad one to finish on. Apparently, the the, the guards like were blasting music. They were setting off firecrackers to try and flush this bear out of hiding. And it hasn't worked. I mean, there there is now officially for the Olympic Games, there is now officially a bear in there. And so, um, <laughs> unfortunately, the games organisers with this latest controversy joining the coronavirus going into it. I mean, they've been forced to change. The, um, the official Tokyo song to this. There's a bear in there and Corona as well. It's the 32nd Games and it's going to hell. Nostrils wide, swab inside. It's Plague School. Plague School. Wow. I'm real sorry for that. Um, But with the opening ceremony kicking off tonight of what we're dubbing Plague School, uh, Marokine, we're going to be broadcasting live streaming a watch party. So if you, you know, it could be part of half Australia that is in lockdown currently, uh, whether you are in South Australia, Victoria or um, or New South Wales. And so we're going to be your housemates on the couch watching the opening ceremony and making comments regarding what goes on it'll be live it'll definitely be unofficial (laughs) so who knows what will happen and Uh, are we uncensoring i think we've got the 10 second delay i think there will be a bit of a delay there'll be there'll be a censor okay (laughs) we we can't trust you and that's because Um, the cool thing is you're going to be able to call us at any point during the broadcast we'll be totally live so um we'll give you the number when it's going on but make sure you're tuning in if if you're listening today, you could be an alien from the future listening to this podcast. Um, but if you are listening on the day it drops, uh, tonight, 9pm, chuck on the ceremony, chuck on your boys via the listener app. Uh, and, yeah, we're just going to have a good old time. Are you bringing some snacks tonight? Of the liquid variety? Possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how we go. I mean, it's two two drinks an hour and one every hour after that is the... Um, is the official uh, big games recommendation. Exactly. That's what the um, the javelin throwers have to be able to pass and throw. Uh, but we've also got uh, Adam from Sydney joining us. You're going to be tuning in tonight, Adam. I am. Hello. Oh, thank you so much. Are you excited for the opening ceremony? I'm so excited. I, I could throw myself across a sand pit. <laughs> wow. Well, you get a gold medal for that enthusiasm, I'll tell you that much. Hey, Adam, um, you're going to be listening to, you, to it by yourself? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with my partner. And our two dogs, uh, we're going to sit on the couch. We're going to do a Japanese feast. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, right? Okay, what are we talking? We got some katsu in there. We, we got a katsu. We got some sushi. Well, our specialty is actually a katsu chicken curry. Uh, yeah, mate. Mm. Don't Fried call me the, the curry don. Oh. Oh, oh, I am the curry don. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're calling, baby. We need to to take that grab as well, Alex Dyson. Okay, we'll add that to the other grab we use. Yes. All right, Adam. Well, Well, we're going to cross you. I want to cross you live whilst we're broadcasting live from the opening ceremony as the uh, the dawn gets poured over that delicious crumbed goodness. I'm going to cross live to you and uh, see how it's all going. Adam, just, you know, if the dogs are within earshot tonight... 
let them know that all the stuff I've kind of said about dogs and everything like that, just just laughs, you know, we're just having a laugh. Don't let them take it too seriously. You know, I still want them to enjoy the show. So thanks uh, very much for that. Mr. Matthew O'Crumo kind. my dogs are currently listening. They are oh. not your favourite person in the world. Yeah. Um, they, you definitely won the bronze, my friend, the dog friend. <laughs> okay. You know what? I hope they can hear me right now. I don't like – dogs suck. Oh, All right, get bye Adam, bye. Oh. Adam, Adam, I should say if there are any 90-year-olds that will be in the room tonight, I did make a few comments earlier in the podcast about their bodies not being as hot and sexy as younger people. I take that back. All bodies are wow. beautiful. And uh, we look forward to seeing thank that you, Alex tonight. Uh, thank you so much. No worries. Thanks, boys. Good. We'll catch you later. Uh, we are going to be chatting to an ex-Olympian later in the show, Matt O'Kine. So uh, let's keep this show on the road, shall we? Let's do it. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, as lockdown continues, Matt O'Kine, we're all dealing with it in our very own way. Um, <laughs> and I was sort of realising uh, during my lockdown, it's one of those things where I could think, this lockdown absolutely rocks. Like, this lockdown rocks. It's a rockdown. This is awesome. Or one way you look at it could be I've I've hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. So what happened? So I want you to tell me whether you go, mate, you are just cruising. This is legendary. I mean, it's what you got to do when you're in lockdown. Or you're just going... Oh, I'm worried about Alex. This is, uh, <laughs> he's got to get out of the house. Okay. And I realized this when I was lying um, in the bath, in the dark, uh, drinking a red wine, listening to Coldplay. Um, oh, I, wow. In the dark? I mean, that's. Yeah. Well, our bathroom, because we're in an apartment now, when you turn on the lights, the fan automatically turns on. Okay. But would it have been better if I'd put on a candle or not? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Was it like pitch black? Do you have windows? Is there uh, any residual light? I had the light, light on outside and I sort of cracked, okay. cracked the door. Okay. That but sounds just, oh, that, no, You know what? That sounds awesome, man. Well done. Mm, just there having a red wine to myself. I mean, we're talking Russia blood to the head here. It's not as, you know, we weren't, we weren't further down the line. Um, I, I've, I heard Shiver recently. And it's mm. just so good. Richard Kingsmore's favourite Coldplay song was a bit of trivia oh, for you. So, have you heard the acoustic version? I remember they played mm. an acoustic version on some radio station that I downloaded in his MP3 years <laughs> and years ago. Oh, it got absolutely spanked on my Winamp. Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure how to feel about whether it's like, oh, Alex, you're doing the you're doing the lockdown the best. Like that is awesome. Bath, red wine, um, Coldplay. That's the dream. Or it's just like, oh, okay, mate, I'm worried about you here. This is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, different music, different beverage, um, standing up instead of lying down. Who knows? I want you to let me know. But it did remind me, like, one of the best times I remember just feeling the absolute <laughs> happiest was in a bath listening to Coldplay. But <laughs> it was actually in San Francisco when I was over in America. Okay. It was two weeks um, radio break and I went to America and um, staying with a friend, but he worked during the day. And so during the day, I just, I went for a walk and was just cruising around San Fran, finding different things, just walking by myself, looking at stuff, oh, the beach, that kind of thing, up in the hills, went to this park, but it just been a long day and I just be myself. And I'm like, I should, I should chat to someone. I should just say g'day to someone here and just introduce myself and go, how's it going? And that kind of thing. But it's also, it's such an awkward thing to do to just say, 
you know, hello, how are you? I'm from Australia or whatever. To be that to be that person. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I was just in a park all day, didn't do anything, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just go home. So I had to catch the bus back to the train station to catch the train to go back to my friend's house. But then I was on the bus, I was getting on this girl in front of me, just dropped her um ID card and I picked it up and go, here you go. He's like, and she was like, oh, such a gentleman. I'm like, no, no worries. That's absolutely fine. He's like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Australia, just traveling. And I sat down in the seat. It wasn't next to her. She was on some other seat. But then the lady next to me, because we were chatting, she's like, oh, did you guys want to sit next to each other? Because I think she thought that I knew this girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I was like, oh, no. And the girl's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And so she came over and sat on the seat next to me and we started chatting. She's like, what are you up to? I was like, oh, I was going to go just catch the train back to back to Redwood City. He's like, oh, did you want to get a drink or something? I'm like, sure. And we went and had a drink and we were, wow. that was getting along and that was all good. That's, I mean, that, that's straight out of a movie. Yeah. There was not a swipe in sight. No, no swipe to be seen. A wow. little ding as this is my stop on the bus, but no swiping. And we got off and we we're having, having a drink and like she got a call from her friend and said like, oh, she's going to be so jealous. I'm having a drink with a cute Aussie. Whatever I'm like, oh, Ooh, hello, and I'm single at the time here, so this is this is all fine. This is great having a drink, and um, it's like, oh, well, do you want to come back to my place? I've got to go to the baseball tonight, but you're welcome to come back. And we're hanging out there. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna go meet my friend, go to the baseball, but you can just hang out here if you want. And um, I'm like, sure. And um, wow. then I'm like, oh, could I have a bath? She had a really awesome bath in this like apartment in San Francisco, and it was quite wait, 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 expensive apartment. Wait, had wait, to be. wait, wait. Yeah. So you go back to this person's house. She goes like, to the baseball. She goes to the baseball and you say, can I have a bath? Yeah. By yourself? Yeah. She's left you in the house? Yes. And I have a bath and I remember putting in the headphones, listening to Coldplay and going, this is the absolute best. <laughs> I can't believe you just had a bath in a stranger's house. That is the yeah. last yeah. place that you're allowed to venture into a stranger's house, especially unsupervised. I know. She just left me there and I had a bath. <laughs> and what, you just got back into the clothes that you'd been wearing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't put on hers. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a few strange things in this situation, mate. It wouldn't surprise me just helping yourself to some of the intimate parts of people's lives. Yeah, I know. Yep. That's that. I mean, that, that would have been great. Did you? Was it? Was it a date? Did it end up being a date? Did you guys just chill? Um, her friend came I back. I don't want to know details. I just want to like. No. Is this what it sounds like? It was just. Well, her friend came bar. back, and I just ended up staying over, and nothing, nothing happened. Okay. But her friend, I think, yeah, came over, and they slept upstairs, and I slept downstairs. Did you have a bath again in the morning, or did she? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I know how you were, how you travel as well. I reckon there would have been a big dirty ring around that bathtub, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't know that was going to happen. But anyway, um, I went sidetracked. So the, what I want to ask is, when have you had a bath? Let us know. And um, oh, okay. No. Now let's go. Go for a bath. Bath time. Bath stories. Drop us some bath bombs. Perfect. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, our next guest is a very, very old friend of mine. Uh, used to hit the school tuck shop together, uh, a few PE classes, bit of 
shenanigans under the shelter at Brisbane State High School many, many moons ago. Uh, has since gone on to great things in the sporting arena. I represented Australia in volleyball at the 2004 Athens Olympics. I was so, so incredibly jealous of him at the time. Well, he was obviously better than you at PE. <laughs> a little bit better at that physical education. <laughs> and no doubt still is. Um, but it's such a great pleasure to welcome him to All Day Breakfast. Please welcome Zane Christensen. Hey, guys. How are you going? So good, Zane. Thank you very much for joining us. Any uh, memories off the top of uh, of young Matt O'Kine in his high school days? I mean, he says he was a pretty good sportsman. What are you? What are your memories? Oh yeah, no, he was a good sportsman. I uh, remember, I remember him fondly. Uh, you know, as a spin bowler in cricket. Oh yeah. Uh, also, uh, triple jumper. We had a bit of a oh. high jumping. Uh, competitiveness there as well. So uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, look, it was competitiveness. But you. We, people need to realise that Zane is how tall? Uh, yeah, I'm 6'11", so 210 <laughs> centimetres tall. I'm a bit taller than you, Matty. You are tall, mate. He's, he's 6'11". <laughs> he was stepping over what I was jumping under. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there, there, was, there was not much competition to be there. But um, we, also, we also made a few beats, you know. Oh. Zane was DJing for a little while. Yeah, yeah, they were the days back. Back playing uh, playing music in the clubs, you were making more music than I was making. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, they were fun times. There it is, and you <laughs> went on after that and became part of the Australian volleyball team at the Olympics. I mean, we're gearing up for a big live broadcast tonight, for, uh, a watch party for the opening ceremony. Can you give us your memories? First of all, the first time you walked into the uh, the opening ceremony as an Australian Olympian. Yeah, well, look, we um, it was an interesting time for us uh, in Athens. We our game was actually the uh, the very next day after the opening ceremony, and, and I remember fondly that uh, we actually had a really big team meeting before the uh, before the Olympics uh, opening ceremony, and there was a bit of controversy as to who and who should and shouldn't be uh, walking because there was, um, you know, we were told that it would be for a long time we'd be standing up waiting and. And all part of that. So we actually split up, and some some guys actually walked out in the opening ceremony, and others didn't. And I was actually carrying an injury into the Olympics, so I I personally chose not to walk out there. Whoa! But, uh, but we had uh, yeah, we kind of had a bit of a 50-50 split. It was it was quite an emotional uh, you know conversation amongst the team as to what we were going to do. And um, yeah, so some guys chose to do it, and other guys chose not to. Did you feel like you missed out, or no, or was it one of those no. things where? People came back afterwards and were like, bro, you dodged a bullet. That went forever. Oh, yeah. There was lots. There was quite a bit of waiting. You know, you've got to wait outside the stadium before you come through. And then we also um, we also had the uh, the Village Green. So Australia, at each of the Olympic Games, they set up a Village Green. And you're able to, to you know, all the Aussies went down there. They had it projected up onto one of the walls. And, you know, everyone that, that couldn't walk uh, out in the opening ceremony was all down there and, and cheered the Aussies on as they walked out into the uh, opening ceremony. And then, yeah, everyone came back and, yeah, it was pretty amazing, actually, even not to, to walk out. Well, I guess that'd be kind of better in a way rather than being in the bowels of the stadium, just sort of standing around <laughs> waiting and just hearing things going on outside, not being able to watch it properly. So that's awesome. But So the game started the next day. What's it like competing uh, at the highest level for your country, how did how did it all go? Yeah, look, it's amazing. Um, you put you put a lot of you put so much effort. You hear you hear from a lot of athletes around the amount of effort, blood, sweat, and tears, the time that you know not just you but also typically your parents put into getting you to 
events as a child. And so there's a, there's an accumulation of, of um, effort from everyone that's around you that goes into it. So to be able to step out and actually compete at that level is just, just amazing. And, and uh, you know, in, in Athens in 2004, it was the first time that uh, the Australian volleyball team was able to qualify on their own accord. Um, obviously in Sydney, they played in 2000 as, a, as an automatic qualifying as the host nation. But, you know, for us to qualify, that was, that was the biggest deal for us to actually be there. And, um, you know, only 12 teams competed for us. And, and uh, you know, stepping out and playing that first game, obviously a lot of nerves. But, you know, as, as with any uh, big sporting event, and as you, you get used to it, those nerves quickly turn into adrenaline and, and uh, you know, want, wanting to thump the other team on the other <laughs> side of the net. And so you had your game, first game was the day after the opening ceremony. I'm assuming that you, you know, the following games were not long after that. And then I guess, did you just have free time? Was it just party mode? Uh, yeah, well, it was for us. We we had, uh, so it was two pools that we um, that we had. We were in one pool. We lost all of our games um, against the other five teams, which is, um, you know, obviously a, a bit disappointing, but we're very happy to be there. And then after that, it, you're right, it, uh, it was free time after that. So uh, you managed to get um, tickets through the Australian Olympic Committee. They get given a handful of tickets to different events and you're actually able to go out and watch, um, you know, other Australians competing in their sports um, for the remainder of the Olympic Games. Uh, and then, you know, there's there's party time as well. You get to go out and, and uh, have, a, have a few drinks and go and see a few sites. We managed, we met a guy, actually. We met a guy on a bus. He was a, a, an American sailor. And uh, he was like, oh, guys, we've, we've been invited to this um, this party. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'd, we, you know, we'd like to come. He goes, oh, well, here's the details. And uh, it was a Sports Illustrated party. And uh, anyway, we managed to find our way there uh, one night and, um, yeah, have a few... Have a few drinks, plenty of Olympians there, plenty of partying. I've got two questions. Sports Illustrated with not being famous for sports. (laughs) That's all I know about it. Um, I've got two questions. Is everyone rooting as much as they say? Uh, Look, no. Uh, I don't think so. Not from my experience anyway. Um, But, uh, you know, every every country's got their own culture and their own uh, way of doing things, uh, but you know, for us, no. Um, you know, uh, myself and and some of my close teammates, you know, partners back in mm. back in Australia at the time and those sorts of things. But uh, yeah, look, plenty of other guys out there and and girls out there uh, having a good time. And I suppose Athens 04, that's one or two Olympics pre Tinder as well, which uh, absolutely. apparently <laughs> absolutely <laughs> pops off in the in the village. <laughs> And I, did, and I did hear that uh, Tokyo, uh, you know, they've almost got a, a ban on it all because it's uh, not necessarily COVID safe. Yes. Yeah, of yes. course. And Zane, as wild as things could be these days, you know, with all sorts of apps and that kind of thing, um, back in the day when there was less social media, <laughs> when there was less things, it could have even been a little bit wilder. I understand recently you had a talk from Dawn Fraser, who famously uh, got up to a little bit of mischief last time uh, Tokyo held the Games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, um, we've just had a, a lunch, obviously the news with, with uh, Brisbane and South East Queensland hosting the 2032 Games. Uh, there was a lunch today, um, a lot of ex-Olympians. But, yeah, the standout was, was Dawn Fraser, and uh, she was quite candid in recounting uh, the, uh, the shenanigans that she got up to in Tokyo. 
uh, I think might have been back in whatever it was, 64 maybe. And, uh, and yeah, she, she snuck out and actually stole the flag and got caught stealing the flag. And that, um, that turned out to be very detrimental to her future in swimming. But uh, I'm not, I'm not going to steal Dawn's, Dawn's thunder. You guys should have her on and have a quick chat to her about it. But uh, quite a funny story. Well, who knows? We're going to be making a few calls tonight as part of our live broadcast for the opening ceremony. Live, and can I stress... An unofficial broadcast. It's just a watch party as we all tune into the coverage and uh, have a chat about how it all goes on this evening on the Listener app. Uh, thank you very much, Zane, for giving us your memories of your time being an Australian Olympian. We will let you go and um, keep your hair, your dirty mitts off uh, off the flags next time you're around Wait, the village. Well, what do you reckon, Zane? <laughs> with the announcement of uh, Brisbane, is there still time to make a comeback? 2032. Oh, yeah, look, you know, there's always the fire in the belly to get back out there, but I'll be uh, I'll be too old by then. That's for sure. <laughs> My back hurts just thinking about it. All right, well, thanks very much, Zane. We'll catch you later. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. I am for nudity of all ages. Oh, I am the curry don, <laughs> baby. Well, it has been such a huge week here at All Day Breakfast. It is continuing tonight, but before we get to the, the huge live broadcast and watch part of the opening ceremony, Matt O'Kine, it's time to open up the fridge and uh, pull out a few leftovers. Yeah, nothing better than a bit of snacky time uh, before a big show. So let's dive in, see what's in the reusable, eco-friendly wrap sacks. Uh, Brendan <laughs> texted in, said, when have you been uninvited? Uh, didn't actually text in with any story, just said, boy, is that Kendrick Lamar tickets story is the only thing on this show that needed a squirmy warning. <laughs> so obviously feeling very uncomfortable by our friend there, going for the... Going for gold. Going for the upgrade. It's just terrible for. I was thinking about it as yeah. I was driving yesterday. I was like, you, it's it's what it's something that you do. It, uh, here's what it takes me back to, right? Dance floor, two a.m. in the club. Yep. You know, you see you see the guy dancing with someone, eyes over the shoulder, looking for the looking for the next thing. Sweat coming off their lip, just <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> and look, and I'm not going to lie, I've been that guy. Okay, so I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's there's no good yeah. way about it. It is a Learn pretty squirmy story. Mistakes. If you haven't listened to, I believe it was Wednesday's show that we um, we talked about our friend uh, who in, uninvited someone. Um, it's a it's a stinker. Get onto it. Absolute fool's game. Mish has got a uh, got a comment regarding our mind blown segment, saying, "I'm with Matt. I'm 50 years old and did not know that Blinded by the Light was a Bruce Springsteen song. Always Thank listen you. to the other version. Growing up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, Jackson texted in, said, "Boilermakers to perform at the opening ceremony of Brizzy Olympics. Oh yeah. Oi, you've got what 12 years to 11 yeah. years to get get Boilermakers." The biggest bro, thing in, bro, in the country. Bro, you give me that Olympic torch and I'll rap to it and it will burst into flames <laughs> already. Okay, mate? It'll just be a microphone on fire that I'll run around. I'll do the relay myself, mate. Um, nah, check out Boilermaker's new EP, 2021, uh, wherever you get your music. Also, recent little, just fun little Eloise got in touch with sibling coincidences. I have two check older brothers, says Eloise. The oldest has a full set of ribs. The middle has two extra ribs and I'm missing two ribs. I never let him forget that he stole my ribs. <laughs> I'm 
I had to reread this yeah. text a couple of times because I'm just like talking about ribs, ribs, right? Like actual think, body ribs. I guess so. In the cage, two extra and in the Eloise cage. Eloise has got the old Marilyn Manson. <laughs> do you remember that rumor? Yeah, uh, I do. Lucy is also sent us a message uh, when it comes to sibling coincidences, saying, "I have." five-year-old identical twin girls and one of them hit her face on the edge of a bath a while ago, chipping the corner off a front tooth. Yowch. Whenever new people would meet them, I'd say you can tell them apart because one has a chipped front tooth. Then about six months later, the other twin hurt her face on the edge of the bath and chipped the exact same tooth (gasps) in the exact same spot. Now they have matching chipped teeth and good luck telling them apart. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Do you reckon they did it on purpose? Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just the old whatever she's got, I've got, I want. Bang. (laughs) Sometimes they do that. We also got a text from Emily who uh, told a story about their friend Mahala. So we thought, you know what? Let's just jump straight to the source. Hey, Mahala, how are you? I'm good. Hello. How are you going? Good. Thank you. Now, Mahala, tell us about this uh, story (laughs) regarding something we touched on this week, petitions. Yes. So I've been on a mad mission the last year or so because I am outraged that Daryl Lee got rid of speckled fruit tingles. Oh, thank you. Were you t- did you hear me talking about this? <laughs> I, Emily told me about it. She told me you guys were onto it and I was wrapped because I am just a tiny little fish in a big pond trying to bring joy <laughs> to people in 2021 and I need to get some attention on this petition so we can get it done. I mean, rainbow anything is the best. Imagine people yeah. bringing out like single coloured fairy bread or getting rid of the rainbow paddle pop or something like no, that. That you. is that is what we're talking about here with taking yep. the speckly colours out of fruit tingles. Well, did you know that the rainbow paddle pop is actually caramel flavour? Yeah, I that's heard that. Hang on. That is a mind... <laughs> Have you got it? Have you got it? <laughs> I did not know that until recently. <laughs> um, okay, so where can people find the petition? Look, it's, there's a link in my bio on my Instagram, the People's Fox. The People's uh, Fox? Yes. Great. And it's um, it's a change.org one called Bring Back Speckles. Very important. Get on board. <laughs> well, wow. it's so I good when you, get, <laughs> when you get those, when you're digging through, you're getting your standard colours and then you just see that just random per, um, speckled. And then you, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. you get two in a row and it was as if you'd found oh. a bloody yeah. treasure at the bottom of the ocean. It was yeah. good day. You've won the day. That's it. That's it. Well, yeah. we're a f- we c- can we be the official podcast partner of this petition, Mahela? We'd be happy <laughs> to jump on board, get along to the People's Fox on Instagram, get to that change.org petition, and uh, let's see what we can do in this world. Oh, I love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks That's so amazing. much, Mahela. Bye. Thank and thank you for joining us on another Friday Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hey, please do not forget to switch on your TVs tonight to watch a very big sports event um, and to put us on your phone we're on the listener app you can listen to us live and we'll be joining you for that big event yeah if you are listening to this podcast the day it comes out on friday the 23rd make sure you do have the listener app downloaded because you'll get the push notification if you follow matt and alex we are taking over the whole app forget about it linda mariano and brooke boney forget about it tom tilly i know you're on there but we are going live and you'll be able to call us during the show we've got a phone number to give you should be a whole heap of fun hopefully some guests popping up i was just talking to um 
to Bron, and we've got a very special game as well. We're going to be playing during it, Matt O'Kite. I don't think I don't think you've heard heard about it yet. It's a it's a familiar Matt and Alex game, but not as you know it. And we're going to be doing that live tonight. It should be a whole heap of fun. Please join us then. Uh, but if you do want your pre-packaged Matt and Alex whenever you need it, we'll be back for you on Monday as well. Can't wait. Have a great weekend. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.